hello, and welcome to the Dimecast Podcast. I'm your host, Alex, and with me today, I have co-host Pablo. How's it going, folks? And the mediator slash producer, Pavone. Still here, everybody. And producer, Carlos. Okay. No comment. <laughs> yeah. Today, we have a new segment. Miami Mornings. We have a lot of interesting articles. I mean, a lot of stories for you that include Miami. You know, we're a South Florida-based podcast, so <laughs> it's only right for us to have a segment just for our city. We're in Miami. Okay. And so, uh, th- this story is bittersweet to me, okay? And it's about it's about one of my favorite players of all time, one of the most respected athletes in Florida history. Tom Brady? A legend. A three-time NBA champion. One-time MVP. Yeah, I said it. One whole time. LeBron, of the finals. LeBron, LeBron stole that. Not of that the was D-Wade's season. 2009 MVP. I said it. Okay? Oh, he won it? He won it. When? In my, in my head, he did. In your head. So and he didn't win it. He won it in South Florida. In his heart, he did. Did okay. he? In his heart. Finals MVP. One of the best to ever do it. Dwayne Wade. Not okay, even okay. the best at his own position. He announced that he was one more year before retiring. This would be his last dance. And his last that, ride off into the sunset. The Miami sunset. And after that, it's done. I mean, he's, he's over. Yeah, I mean, he's finally back in Miami. He's been hopping around a couple MBT, NBA teams the past couple seasons, hasn't he? He was trying to live Correct. The dream. Okay. That, that, that's not me bashing. I love me, my Dwayne Wade, but. Let my man live his life. He wanted to play in Chicago. Okay, he played what he had to he do. He got his money. He wanted to get paid. He got his money. He did. Then after that, he went to Cleveland, made us all scared a little bit. And then you know what? He said, no, 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 I don't belong here. This is not my home. And he came back. Could have come back for a lot of reasons, but he came back. And it was beautiful. It was a great time. Meh. The playoffs were amazing. Eh. The, the road to the playoffs were amazing. One W was amazing in the playoffs. Anyways. <laughs> Dwayne. He announced that he was done. He had to do this for his people, and he had to... He had to finally sacrifice because he, he didn't know when the game was going to be done. He didn't. He he put out Wait, a nice video. Wait, did you say he finally sacrificed? Is that what you said? Yeah. After he spent no, all those years like, sacrificing? No, 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 not for the heat. Not for the heat. For his supporters, like his family and stuff. Like, his family had to sacrifice for him. So now he's, he's paying it back. He's sacrificing for them. He's letting go of his sports career for them. I'm pretty sure he's going to go in his sports career because he can't play at that level He could anymore. still Look at me, man. He could still play at that level, okay? There's people in For the NBA minutes, who are 25 years old and still play worse night. than the 10 minutes a night that you, you wish you had. Yeah. I do? Anybody. <laughs> anybody wished. LeBron, LeBron has weight. He wins two games in the finals last season. I'll tell you that. Okay? Yeah. Matter of fact, Dwayne Wade is so amazing. We're going to name this episode after Dwayne Wade. It's just going to be titled Dwayne Wade. That's it. It's not over my dead body. Anyways, I don't know why Pablo's being such a hater. Dwayne Wade did absolutely nothing to him. He's 
He hates the Heat. He brought LeBron. He hates LeBron. No, he no, should have no, left no, that's to the, Chicago but that's a long time ago. But why don't, you, why don't you appreciate the fact that Dwayne Wade brought sports to Miami? Went at least basketball to Miami. Okay? I appreciate a lot of things Dwayne Wade has done. Most of the things that you have said, I don't appreciate. I don't, I don't think it's true. Okay, okay. And that's why I speak out against it. What don't you think is true? First of all, yeah, okay. the sacrifices that he made, he did sacrifice a he did. lot. He did, he sacrificed of a lot. Of money. Yes. He sacrificed a lot of money to and stay in saying, Miami. Yes, he did. When he could have made a lot more money. So we agree. And No, I think that he should have paid him. That he should have paid him We earlier. couldn't. Oh, yes, I think so too. But he that's was, not that's he was, that's not what we're he, he was us, never the highest discussion. paid player on his own team. Yes, his he, team that, never the highest that he paid player has a lot to pay to Dwayne Wade. Yes, they do. They do, and they'll never pay him. You never know that. Oh, how are you gonna pay him everything that he was worth back then that you didn't pay? Do you know what goes on on the side? You don't. You never know. Pat Riley is the Godfather. Do, you think do the mafia you know just paid everything up that goes down on the side? Yeah, I thought so. Give me the next. Do point. you know? No, that's a good point. Did you answer Pavone's Why? question? Let me let me let's go back to episode one when you said we don't get into another man's pockets. How about that? So you're saying you don't as know either. Why are we getting mates, into D why are we getting into D Wade's pockets right now? Why do you care about his country so much? Let's move on from that. D Wade D Wade clearly came back, so that's not an issue to him. Obviously it hasn't been an issue his whole career. He's okay. been significant. What if underpaid. Pat Riley's plan all along was to have the Bulls just mess up and give him that big contract? He said, Hey, you pay him. And they're like, yeah, we pay him. And then they're like, yo, just come back a, a year after. And he came back. Okay. He got his money. He didn't come back, though, did he? Yes, he did. No. Yes. Out of his own choice. He came back out of his own choice. His yes. own free will. Yes. Really? So yes. he didn't go to Cleveland then and to then play he, with LeBron And for then a he bit. went. And then Cleveland he got here. traded. Because he asked for the trade. He had a no trade clause. He had to agree to but it. But did he get traded? Yes, but, but he asked for he it. For what? Traded. Do you know what we gave them? Cash considerations. That's it. For D-Wade, that's it. Okay. He wanted to come back. No, I think... If that's he wanted, that, was he the only, that was the only way for them to give them to the Heat. He wanted to come back because it wasn't working because he can't make it work outside of Miami. And what was he going to make work here, huh? What did we do here? We, we were a first-round exit. He wanted to come here whether it was win or lose. You're right. He, you guys were a first-round exit. Only reason you guys even bothered winning one game was because of doing Wade. Exactly. So That's what are, how he where are we getting at? I'm glad you're... No, I'm glad. no, he, he did help. He helped you not get swept. So we're appreciating Dwayne Wade then. Because I'm... Look, you can hate the Heat. I'm. This is this story is not about the Heat. This is about D-Wade. We're, look, you could trash on the Heat all you want, on LeBron. But this is about D-Wade himself, man. This is about D-Wade, okay? So if you want to appreciate D-Wade with me, join me. And if you want to watch the Heat, go ahead. But don't make this about D-Wade and the Heat because it's about Wade, okay? All right. I'm glad we got that out look, of the way. Look, Anyways. You are arguing. You're arguing with yourself. You No, that's exactly what you're doing, Pablo, because you're arguing as to the reasons why he came. But bottom line is he wanted to come back. Yeah. Yes or no? He wanted okay. to come back. Aside from the reasons why, he did want to come back to the Heat. Win or lose? Yes or no? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so. I heard a yes under your breath. I'll take that. He announced his last Liar. dance from the Heat. And you know what? The first thing I did was I bought half season tickets. I said, you know, three ways last year. I have to go even though, you know, we're probably going to be uh, – 
low tier playoff team. Doesn't matter. We gotta go and support the boys, man. Or the man, I should say. If he weighs like he the, he the dad of Miami, that's who he is. He's just that cool. I have to go see him. So pretty sad about that. I don't know how the Heat culture is gonna be impacted because Udonis probably gonna be retiring with him. How is Udonis still on the team? Because he's Heat culture. He's the embodiment, which brings me to the point that we're gonna build statues for both of them. I'm pretty sure. You're building a statue for, for Udonis. Haslam. You yes. said both of them. Yeah, yeah, Andy Wade. Yeah, both of them. Not D-Wade, together. D-Wade's Different statues. Hall of Famer. Like, you don't, we, we don't got to talk about D-Wade. Udonis, Udonis is a Hall of Famer Haslam. in Florida. I'll tell you that. Miami High, UF, and now he spent his whole NBA Fuck career with the Heat. It, he's a Florida legend, man. A Florida legend. Don't. He's a legend. He's a legend. That's what he is, a legend. Yes. How do you not see that? He's not a legend to me. I, okay, I, don't, I don't. I don't see him. What, what's What's the myth behind him? What's the legend? Explain he, to me. What's Miami the lore? What's the lore? Born and raised. Okay, and he embodied everybody from Miami, dog. He no, lived he the Miami dream. If you want to, no, he doesn't. If you're from Miami, how are you gonna speak you for everyone to, like that? And you want the majority of people see it that way? Mm, no, I think you see it. That I mean, you. Way. I think a lot of people see might way. see it that way. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm but not, not the majority. I never said the majority. A lot of people in Miami, if not the majority of Miami, respects Udonis Haslam as a legend. Well, I could respect Udonis Haslam, but not as a legend. I'm pretty sure he's like, how can you not? He's because the, he did not stand out. He was not an f- exceptional basketball player. Maybe off the court, sure, but. On the court, he, he was not an exceptional player. So, but he did a lot for the community, man. He he helped out a lot in the community. He he got jobs for people in the community. He okay, always donated so, to the he's community. He's not a legend. He's a Florida that. legend. He's a Florida okay. legend. I'm not saying basketball wise, man. But he's he's more than basketball. He's more than basketball. He's not just a basketball player. He's someone that a lot of people in the community saw as someone that does right for the city. He helps out. A lot of players do that. That doesn't make him a legend. This man is just trying to throw some praise and has a lot of players do that. He just loves his. A lot of listen. A lot of he'll he'll dick ride unconditionally. A lot of of players do that, but not on their on their home city. They don't have they don't have like they don't have the privilege to help out their own city because not everybody plays for their own city and not everybody spends their own own city. Yeah, but not everybody spends the time. To spend on their own well, city. Well, because not everybody lives in their own exactly. city. Exactly. That's why this story that is so different. That still doesn't make him a legend, though. Oh, he's just a regular basketball player that... Well, not a regular basketball player. He's not. He's an athlete that contributes to his community on a regular basis. I'll give him that. I'm not going to take anything away from him. And it's also his home city. That's great. That's perfect. But... He's not a legend by any means. He he contributes to Miami. He's contributed for a long time because the key the Heat have kept him for whatever reason they deemed necessary, and that's why he's been able to contribute so much throughout the years. But aside from that, in terms of as a player, he's not that great. He's not a legend. That's for sure. Period. Oh, okay, <laughs> that, that's your opinion. Yes, it is, Pablo. So I'm aware. This is uh, Udonis and Wade possible last year. And it's going to be really sad. I just want to see what's going to happen after this. Uh, despite the fact that, you know, Wade, he doesn't have the consecutive minutes that he usually does. Um, 
he really did affect the team as a voice and as a leader, and a lot of players respected him a lot, and and maybe would only listen to him if possible. So it's gonna be really sad seeing him leave. Uh, it's gonna change Miami a lot. He was the face of the Heat. Couldn't think about him, you know. Couldn't think about the Heat without thinking of D Wade. What about the season he was with the Bulls? He was still the face. What about the Cavaliers? He was still the face. So uh, another hot topic hit in um, South Florida nowadays is. Well, first, congratulations, David Beckham, finally getting a, a logo uh, set for his MLS team uh, for the Miami club. And also, Woo! rumors going around about get What rumors? What's going on? What this, is it? You know? No. This man wants, and I'm not going to use the word legend because we saw where that took us last segment. Oh, this no, man he is, is a legend. All right. Hey, hey. So this man wants to bring the legend, Lionel Messi. And his debut season for the MLS. That would be the greatest signing of Miami history. Okay. Instantly becoming the greatest player to ever play for Miami. Instantly becoming the greatest soccer player to ever play in the MLS. Easily becoming the best player to ever play for North America. Messi signing to Miami would be the greatest signing in South Florida, Florida history. Anything. Really? Yes. Better Anything? than getting LeBron. I better than getting LeBron. Yes. Better, why is that? Why better than is when that? that big three ordeal was happening. Because LeBron was already dominating in the NBA. He didn't come from another country. Messi is the face of European soccer, soccer in general. The fact that you would get such individual of such great heights because I don't know. yes, LeBron. No, LeBron is the best player of the there. NBA, but not everybody. Not everybody watches basketball. At a national level, like okay, soccer. but not everyone thinks Messi's the greatest player in Europe. But they know of Messi. Yeah, maybe. And, and, and they you make com- say, and they make comparisons. They make comparisons to Messi. They make comparisons to Messi. It, it, it says something, right? Exactly. All right. So him signing here, right? But you said the face of European football. Yes, he's not the face of. European you think of football. European? What do you? Th- who is then? Ronaldo? You're gonna say Ronaldo? Get out of here. No. Who are you gonna say? The newer. Okay. Um, the goalie, yes, I say. <laughs> a goalie <laughs> that hasn't even played in a couple. Back of years. to Messi. Uh, Messi signing to the MLS in Miami would be would be a really good move for the MLS in general, not just Miami sports, but MLS in general. And even if it's for one or two years, it would be it would be still critical because that would make fans start watching regardless. And you know, when people start watching, they get involved, emotionally invested. That they're gonna keep watching even after Messi leaves. So he would he would bring a lot of fans to the MLS, and people would start going to games specifically in Miami. And you know then that stadium would actually be now for nothing because we all know how it's gonna go. People people no one's gonna go unless we're doing good. And Messi being here makes us good, which means a lot of people are gonna go. But let's I don't get know, the ball moving I don't know much. on the MLS as a retirement league. Exactly. Let's let's pick up the seat. But a lot of South American and Central Americans to start playing there and make it make their own little league. Anyways, I don't know a lot about soccer in general, to be honest with you. Um, I see that. But I do know somebody that does, and I we we go we went ahead and gave him a call. Um, Booty man. He is an MLS hitter. <laughs> Rightfully so. A Liga stand. And if you tell him Messi's not the GOAT, he might just slap you in the face. On the Come phone, we me, have Selvin. Yo, what's up, bro? Yo, what up, Selvin? How you been? Yeah, what man. up, booty man? I'm doing good. You doing good? That's good to hear. We, we, 
right now me and Pablo are having a discussion. A conversation. And uh, Pablo was saying that Messi is not the face of European soccer. Well, I don't know how to disagree with that. When you think of soccer, you think of entertainment, joy, and that's literally what Messi does in every game. When you watch him, you feel joy. You feel like you want to cheer for him. Like, that's what it means to be the face of soccer. When you hear Messi, you hear him all around the world, not just in certain areas. Everybody knows about Messi. I mean, I know Messi because my favorite team, Germany, beat them in the World Cup in the finals. Yeah, but don't make this about Germany. No, but I'm saying I heard it. I felt for Messi as my team completely crushed his championship dreams and aspirations. That's also true. But then again, Messi is not a team. He may be the greatest player in the world, but it all comes down to football always being a team game. So regardless of how your greatness is, you can never beat a team that is fully stacked as Germany was. I agree with you. You're 100% right on that. And that's most sports as a whole in general. Okay. What do you think the possibilities of Messi signing to the MLS in two years or something? What do you think about that? Because I think it's pretty possible. I think for David Beckham to be saying something like as big as that, you know, I don't think it's just for hype. So, you think Udonis Haslam is a Miami legend? So I guess for you, anything is possible. <laughs> no, but I don't think it's completely impossible. I mean, his contract is gonna run out in twenty twenty, and I read an article that Beckham was gonna make a bid for him in that time, which he would practically come for free, and they would just have to pay his fees. It might be possible to get him because he would come for free. You wouldn't have to pay the huge fee that he's worth. So Inter Miami may be able to afford him, but just I also don't think that Barcelona is just going to let him go like that just for free. I mean, you literally have the best player in the world in your team. Why would you want to let him go? Even if you know he's he's getting older, like do you think Messi would end up leaving if they offer him a lot, a lot of money, more money than we can even but, think of right now? But the thing is, is that I don't think Messi was ever about the money. He was always a one-man club like Puyol. They stayed in the same club for the whole career, just like very Brady. Year. Okay, and last question for you, so Is Udonis Haslam a Florida legend? I think so. I mean, the, like, a Miami Heat legend, I think so. I mean, he did a lot of contributions to the team. Even when the big three was around, like, he was there to help follow. Okay, we'll take it. Thank you for joining us today, Selvin. No, just one more comment. Um, I do think that if Messi ends up coming to the MLS, it might have, like, a Ronaldo effect like it did in Italy. People are watching Serie A now because Ronaldo. I think it might have the same effect in the MLS. But probably just in Miami. Oh man, in Miami, my guy, you probably wouldn't have um like a parking spot. It's gonna be packed. A lot of carpools. A lot of carpools. All right, thank you, Selvin. Definitely. All right. In other Miami news, uh, let's talk Dolphins. So that Jets game, wow. Two and zero, man. Not the Jets game. Two and zero. Well, they played against the Jets. Honestly, their their defense was on point. Kiko Alonso was just everywhere. Man on the mission, ready to stop anyone in their tracks. A uh, lot of punting this game, so that's going to be good for contract negotiations for them. But all in all, it was a pretty defensively heavy game. 2-0. and oh. What do you think about the Tannehill thing? I mean, it's not a lot of touchdowns. You just said it yourself, a lot of punting. So... 
Listen, what's the factor with Tannehill? A lot of people hype, but you know, coming from a Miami fan, I don't. I think he was just mostly very calculated with his approach today. Um, he didn't try to force anything. He kept his completion rate pretty all right, pretty solid. Seventeen for twenty-three, uh, one sixty-eight passing yards. That's probably the thing that worries me the most. And then on top of that, he fumbled the ball a couple times. So those kind of things scare me, you know, especially from quarterback ball security. That's what you want to see with the Dolphins, but. They pulled it out. Their run defense was on point. The Jets couldn't get the running game going, and they just said, all right, Darnold, you're the rookie. Beat us. Let's see what you could do. And he tried. Put up 334 passing yards, put up a touchdown, but threw an interception twice. You, This is what I expected to see from Sam Darnold, you know, after a monster game uh, where he played almost lights out after throwing that pick six. He didn't throw for that many yards, so he throw. He showed us today he could throw for those yards. He could try to make those plays, but his teammates didn't didn't come down with a lot of plays. I saw him escape the pocket a couple of times and extend the play longer than it should have. Very what Russell Wilson like in a way, and he threw it to his players and they just dropped it right through their hands. So that's that's what I want to see from the Jets moving along further. I, mean, I know I'm spending what, a lot of time I mean, talking really about not, the Jets. But you're not really, like, come on, what do you expect? It's the Jets. Sam Darnold really had a, an amazing game. I feel like everybody, nobody expected that. It's probably one time this season that's going to happen like that. What? A game like that with no, so I'm, many scores I'm from seeing the Jets. Him, I'm seeing him, what what he looks like, how how his game is, and he's special. He, he could be the real deal. He could be the real deal. And the next guy to rule this conference, if... Allen doesn't get his shit together. Oh, yeah, when Brady, leaves, when Brady leaves, once Brady leaves, it's gonna be Darnold's conference. You don't think the, the Patriots might get a quarterback and and polish him like Brady? You gonna hunt it out the Patriots from getting a good quarterback? There will never be another quarterback that will take the Patriots to eight championship games. I like that you have to mention all the games and not the wins. Because he's five three, so yo don't need to bring up. The <laughs> but wait, but wait, but listen, but listen. How about Frank Gore? Huh? That man is still running. He's still running. How old is he? Forty five. No. He's not forty five. You must be fun at parties. I do all right. So, Kenyon Drake, Frank Gore, pretty good, pretty good dynamic duo. 35-year-old vet. Honestly, I'm, I'm glad he, he's moving up in the all-time rushing yards list. It's it's very nice to see him move up. He's playing for Miami, doing it for Miami. That's great because he's from Miami, like you said. We talked earlier in this segment about a local Miami legend. Well, <laughs> Frank Gore is a beast. Played for Coral Gables right here in, uh, in our own Maybe backyard. Maybe he is a Miami legend. I'm not taking away credit from him. I'm not eh, you. I'll, taking away... How did me taking away credit from New Donald's Haslam? I took no credit from him. He's just not a Miami legend in That's my eyes. That's taking away credit? How, I don't see it as taking away credit. So then now <laughs> you interpret one thing differently than I do. That doesn't mean you're right. That We're talking about Frank Gore right now. Okay, yeah. and I'm not. He's taking, a legend. He's a legend. Yeah, he is. He's a legend. As a player, yeah. Yeah. You think he has like three more, three more seasons in him? Nah. Two more? Yeah, I could see two seasons. Two more seasons with the Dolphins, you think? No. Well, he could finish the two seasons, but if he wants to play for with a bigger role, then no. He, he's mostly going to be a bench player from here on out. 
Okay. They well, play the Raiders next, which are 0-2. Desperation game for the Raiders. There's probably another dub for the Dolphins. You think they're going 3-0? It should be a W for the Dolphins, but I want to see what the Raiders coach could do. I, w- I want to see what John Gruden's capable of doing, and I want to see if he could bounce back. His team started off 0-2. Um, unfortunately, he started playing against the Rams, the best team in football. So what can you really do? And then on top of that, you lose your pass rusher, and then the next week you say, wow, we really m- could have used some pass rushing right about there. Well, as of right now, the Dolphins sit by themselves at the top of the AFC East on top of the Bills, who are 0-2, the Jets, and the Patriots. Speaking of the Patriots, how about how Josh Gordon has been traded to the Patriots? Josh Gordon. My man, Josh Gordon. My man, Josh Gordon. He back. He back. He back. Not for the Browns. But he back. Not suspended, traded to the Still not playing Patriots. for the Browns, so you already now, lost that little Now he has someone who could so. actually throw a football. If not, that someone is the best someone to ever throw a football. He's getting that. You know now what that means? The best. Sobriety. No more Cleveland. Hello, New England. Yes, it's a new land for Josh Gordon. Therefore, no marijuana. That man has Brady. He's high off life now. There's no way he's going to get suspended. The Patriots are going to make sure of that. Okay? Cleveland might make sure of that because they might lose their pick if he gets suspended. So, Josh Gordon is back. Fantasy, NFL, what a time to be alive. Honestly, the Patriots might win the Super Bowl this year. Shut the fuck up, boy. Shut (laughs) the fuck up. First of all, they were already going to win the Super Bowl. has nothing to do with Josh Gordon. All about TB12, baby. I don't care what happened this week against Jacksonville. Anyway, I thought the Dolphins are ahead of TB12. It happened. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just like uh, we've seen worse quality teams in uh, in different sports play like this. Anyways, LeBron's trash. Anyways, uh, <laughs> so Tom Brady, don't worry about this, man. Tom Brady's still going to make the Super Bowl even without Josh Gordon. Now, I bet you Josh Gordon still gets suspended. Part of the Belichick plan. That way he gets his pick back and still gets to use Josh Gordon in the playoffs. That's what <laughs> that's, you don't see coming. That's pretty But smart, anyways. Yeah. Wow. That would be crazy. That would be a classic Belichick move. Anyways, honestly. Brady offers you a joy. Great. Are you going to say no? This is great for Brady. I already thought they were well off with Coleman, his own... You know, his own running mate back in Cleveland. Now they're getting the band together in New England. Can't wait to see what's going on. I do see this being kind of uh, kind of crazy for fantasy, though, for fantasy fans. Now with Julian Edelman coming back after serving two weeks of suspension, he still has to, third, still has to serve two more. But I want to see how that wide receiver is going to look. feeds everybody. He does, but there's a lot of mouth to feeds now. Because I, I honestly, Col- Coleman, Coleman is special. Coleman could be something if they develop him the right way. Well, we saw that Gordon it wasn't working Coleman out in Cleveland. Cleveland. We saw it wasn't working out it in now. Cleveland. It didn't work out in Buffalo. I want to see how this goes. I want to see how the Coleman experiment goes in New England. Well, nobody wants to see that. Everybody wants to see Josh Gordon. No, you want to see Josh Gordon. Everybody wants to see Josh Gordon. I want to see Josh Gordon. I would like to see him for more than a season. Okay, so you want to see him too. I'm glad. Just not in New England. Oh, just, no, he doesn't want to just, see him in New England. Just one quick question. I, I feel like it's a little iffy, like, how exactly Josh Gordon, like, left the Cleveland Browns. Because 
I don't know if you guys have read their official statement. I'll give a little excerpt of it right here. So it says, For the past six years, the Browns have fully supported and invested in Josh, both personally and professionally, and wanted the best for him. But unfortunately, we've reached a point where we felt it's best to part ways and move forward. And we wish Josh well. I that way three years ago. (laughs) I think, you know, Maybe Josh was going to therapy, and at the end of it, the, the problem of his uh, drug addiction was due to Cleveland, and the therapist probably said, you need to get out of here. You need Josh to missed two full seasons. He missed <laughs> two full seasons. On top of that, he only played five games the year before last, and I believe one game last year, or the other way around. Anyways, he's he missed two full seasons. Wait, he missed the past two full seasons? No, not two. He missed uh, 2014 and 2015, if I'm not mistaken, or 2015 and 2016. So what's your point, Paul? What's your point? What are Josh you getting Gordon should have been gone three years ago, would not have put up with that shit. Honestly, completely failed that organization, completely failed himself, more, most importantly, because how do you let the weed get in the way of playing in the NFL? Yeah. It's just... Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, you could blame it on the marijuana, you could blame it on the environment, you can blame, you can blame it, on, it on the alcohol. I mean, you can blame it on whatever you want. I blame it on the knucklehead that let it get to him. But at the end of the day, they parted ways with him after putting up with him for a total... I don't want to say put up, because it's No, it they put up with him for six years. Okay, listen. <laughs> that chapter is closed. A new one has opened. Tom Brady will be throwing footballs at Josh Gordon, and we're talking about his time in Cleveland. What was the last two quarterbacks Cleveland had that threw the ball to Josh Gordon? Can you even name him? Brian Hoyer and Tarod Taylor. No, not besides Tarod. Before this, before this, well, I'm you talking said about the last two. No, no, before before he got before he came back. Johnny Manziel and Johnny Tarot Manziel. Taylor. He didn't throw the football at Josh Gordon. No, never. You tell me. You're the one saying he didn't. Because. Josh Gordon just came back. How, John, but, but, Johnny Manziel only played like two games. Okay, but that's fine. But how are you going to tell me that he didn't do this when you don't even know? I'm telling you that he didn't. Okay. Who threw to Johnny? Who, who threw to Josh Gordon then? I don't know. Or the two my point was that I don't even know that. That's my point. He was with nobodies. Yeah, they didn't have anything. They, they, <laughs> they, had, they had no quarterbacks, nothing. That, that team was trash. And he still put up those numbers. And now you got TV12 throwing to him, man. That's Randy Moss .005, man. Because, you know, Tom Brady ain't that young anymore. And Josh Gordon isn't Randy Moss. So it's like .005. Why? They have a better option in Gronk. Yeah, yeah. But I'm talking about just the the Tom Brady-Josh Gordon connection. Speaking of, he got completely shut down this week. Ridiculous. Jalen Ramsey talking mad smacks that he's not afraid of Gronk. He showed us this week. Mm, the Jaguars aren't afraid of Gronk either. You think they're afraid of Brady? Based off of what they did to him last week, I would say no. They're not afraid of Brady. I think a little bit hurt from last year, maybe, but afraid? Nah. They wanted this matchup again, and they got it, and they they proved to themselves that they should have won last year. There was an interesting stat when we were watching that game where it said that Brady has lost most of the games he's played in a really like high temperature place and the temperature in the place was 101 maybe that affected his game maybe he just can't play in the heat 
Maybe. That's why he loses in Miami a couple times. Every time he comes visit here, he can't take the heat. He can't handle it. That's why he likes to play up in Boston where it's nice and cold for him. So do you think maybe that defense, plus he, you think they play over there in New England is a different story? Who knows what to think with these oh, man. nowadays. Well, deserved win by the Jaguars, though. Blake Bortles playing like a champ. Fuck the Jaguars. I still hate them. They're still trash. That's never going to change. All right. Well, enough about the Browns and the Patriots. Uh, how about we move on to two other names hitting the headlines nowadays? Let's talk about Daniel Carson and Dan Bailey. The dance. Well, I don't know if you guys saw the game yesterday, but... It it was it was ridiculous. Couple missed field goals. Oh yeah, I saw that. That could have that could have actually won the game. You know, I, I they they've had their woes. I kind of remember ever since they had Teddy Bridgewater as their quarterback, and they were playing with um against Seattle in that playoff game where it was the score was like nine to three or not. It was like nine to six or something, nine to seven, and. All they needed was Blair Walsh to make that game-winning field oh, goal. Oh, right, yeah. I remember that. completely, completely missed that. That was it. They haven't been to the playoffs again until last year. and Damn, that was crazy. They had to completely find who they, – they had to get a kicker because it's ridiculous. You're, you're in those close games. You keep it close. All you have to do is let this one guy make a field goal. That's his job. That's what he gets paid for. And then he can't stick, he can't stick the kick. Can't make it. This guy – Yesterday had a couple chances to make the game-winning kicks for his team. The team put him in position. Kirk Cousins played amazing, played well that day, but it wasn't enough. And you know what? It sounds like a lot of teams are actually having problems with their kickers. I think that's uh, the league as a whole. There's a lot of kickers that aren't that good. They wanted to make it harder. Now we're getting a lot more missed field goals. Right? It's like all the older kickers. Though You have Matt Bryant, who is... He's, uh, that man's like 42. For the Falcons, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you have him, Vinny Terry, the 45. oldest player that's in the NFL. And those are those are the best kickers you can think of. Uh, the kicker for the Patriots? I don't know how he Gostowski, yeah. I don't know. He, he missed a couple. Of, I'd put Justin Tucker ahead of those guys. Legatron, oh, that's right. Greg Zwarland for the Rams. I'd put Legatron ahead. Uh, but that are, that are, how old are they? Because they look They're young old. dudes. They're young yeah? dudes. Yep, young bucks. But that's, that's a... It outweighs the older kickers. Outweighs the young, the young bucks. But and that's what I'm saying. It seems like there's a problem. Is there's so many teams that have that issue with kickers. They they get a kicker and they think, yeah, we found the one, and then he chokes the next game. Because they had, and I feel like that's another they, thing. They, they a had lot of maybe like two years. No, that's the thing. It's not a lot of pressure because the team goes through so much to put the kickers in that position, ultimately to do their job and succeed. No, yeah, and but they're it's unable to do that. Or let, let's say a timeout. Freeze is a kicker. They get they get it in um, within the first kick, as we saw last week with with Crosby. He got it in the first kick, got iced by the coach. Um, Zimmer called a timeout right before the kick. Then next kick couldn't make it anymore. So what what I really like is that they picked up Dan Bailey. That's a guy, former Cowboy, uh, second most accurate kicker all time thus far. Uh, and I just think he's going to fix a lot of woes for that team. Now he doesn't have the great, he doesn't have the strongest leg. But, again, second accurate. most accurate, that's what you ask for. So, you know if you could get within a certain range, then you know he's going to come down with it. He's going to make it, get it through the goalpost, win you the game, walk away. In Lambo too, imagine that feeling. After Aaron Rodgers comes back, starts playing, you get your new shiny franchise quarterback, 
you get the Packers right there at home, 30-30 in overtime with a chance to win the game, and then your kicker botches it, and now you go home from Lambeau with a tie, knowing damn well you could have won that game. But Just like the Bears the week before when they played the Packers, and all they had to do was catch one ball, an interception from Aaron Rodgers, and end the game. We're seeing a lot of these Packers uh, getting lucky. That's what I was saying with the pressure was like a, a kick like that could lose your job, but a quarterback, for example, if he missed a, a, a throw or a pass, you know, he wasn't he doesn't lose his job. A kicker has that in their head all the time. If I miss this kick, I'm done. Well, that's if not this true. If kick is done, I'm done. That's not true. Look at Alex Smith. Got replaced by Kaepernick. Played really well. Um, got injured. This guy had had a window. He took advantage of it, played lights out, made him the starter. Yeah, but that that doesn't go through your head. If I miss this pass, I'm I'm gonna be kicked out. It does. It's usually oh. with interceptions and stuff like that. Well, but other than that, what, what? I was th- what Hold I was on. thinking with how the does Vikings, that correlate? Like if a if a player does like get more interceptions, it's more likely for you to lose your starting job. Right, like Nathan for you to Peterman. miss than, than for you to like miss a throw. Well, if you miss one field goal, it's not the end of the day for you. Well, if you miss one each game, maybe. Well, that's another thing, but not every kicker does that. A lot of them do, though. Well, that's why they're in between jobs. But how crazy is it that the Vikings, the woes that they have is a kicker. That's the woes. That's how good that team is. They need a kicker. That's absolutely it. No no offensive line, no defensive end. Kicker. I mean, we know that team is stacked. We know they should have been in the... The conference championship. Well, they were. They just choked with Case Keenum. Case Honestly, Keenum. they shouldn't have been in the conference. I'm with sorry, Case they should Keenum, not they, have been. Yeah, you they I should not have play been quarterback, the and I probably would have made it, man. No, you wouldn't. Yeah, Anyways. Case Keenum did it. Yeah, and he's an NFL quarterback, and you're not. So, that's why he was able to do that. Anyways. Uh, I want to see him do it again. Well, he's already There's a lot off. of NFL quarterbacks. You're right. Peterman's he, in there, too. You're right. And he's already off to a 2-0 and start, isn't he? Would you have done that with the Denver Broncos? I don't think so. Anyways, yeah, that's that's what it comes down to. Now they got one of the most accurate kickers of all time. Let's see if they could actually get a couple more wins now. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, Carlson missed a field goal from the 48, 49, 48 and 49-yard line, and then he missed another one towards the end of the game at the 35-yard line. I mean, at the end of the day, those are mistakes you make that they just can't overlook, and he's been replaced, though. I understand. Feel bad for the rookie, I understand but. the two forty-yard field goals, almost fifty yards, but when you miss a thirty-five-yard field goal in overtime for the win, you gotta get out of there. You it, gotta it, find yeah. a new kicker. Yeah, like it's a lot of pressure to put on a person, Addy. and like you know, you can understand why the person made that mistake, but it's not a mistake that can they can just look past. Like they they need the win, you know. One kick is is one thing, but three. you miss three kicks. You already striked out three times, son. You're out of there. And Dan Bailey is not a bad replacement, so it's yeah. worth it. I don't even understand why the Cowboys dropped him. Good for the Vikings. God, what's what's next? Market came from the Broncos. The punter becomes a free agent. Come on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, also uh, official statements from the coach said that the decision to release Carlson was very easy. And he wonder. And when people ask him why he made the decision, he asked, "Did you guys see the game?" Wow. <laughs> Wow, talk about putting salt in the wound, man. That guy, damn. Is 100, keeping it real. Did you guys see that game? He should not be employed any further. <laughs> I mean, he's not making excuses. He knows the nerves got to him. They shouldn't have got to him. He knows that, but, you know. They're trying to win a championship. So.
so my dude, what championship? It was one game in Green Bay. <laughs> Just get the dub and go home. They try to win the championship. They don't. They can't take them all the way to the Super Bowl. It's too, too risky. Risky. All right. Well, uh, good luck to Dan Bailey for uh, the rest of the season. Um, but let's move on from the Vikings. Pick. About to add him on fast. From one kicker to another, I just want to talk real quickly about the Browns kicking themselves for losing that game. How do you lose twenty-one to eighteen when you had the game? You were dominating most of the game. You let them score at the end of it. The Browns just can't catch a break. They can't catch a. They can't get a W. Still have not won this season. Not has not won all of last season. 0-16. You're right. They haven't lost twice, but they haven't won. Period. <laughs> Sheesh. I mean, we, we already talked about it. It's the kicker. The kickers all over all over the league are just playing But I'm, But I'm going to be real, though. The Browns, real, the Browns, they do look a little bit legit. They just have to fix up a couple things. The but fact that they, they did this to the Josh Saints. The what? fact that they did this to the Saints. What do they have to fix? Just a couple things? Just a couple things because that's, that's a game they should have won. The last week was a game they should have won too. Maybe it is a quarterback. That I, I want to see Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. Especially against the Jets this week on Thursday night. I want to see Baker versus Sam Darnold. I think that would be an exciting game Honestly, to watch. Honestly, yeah, I think it would be good enough to put Baker not. Like, the fact that they haven't won a game with Tyrod. And I know it's the Browns, but, man, this team is probably the best Browns team they've had in the last 10 years. And I, I, I wouldn't be asking for Tyrod to sit out because I'm not usually in favor of the veteran being benched, but they had six turnovers against the the Steelers, in which positive for them. They, they made the Steelers turn over the ball six times, and they still only scored three times, couldn't come out with a W. I want to see a different quarterback. I want to see if, if another quarterback could actually win them the game instead of keeping them in it and just managing it. I know Tyrod has what it takes to be a starter, but I want to see what Baker Mayfield could do. That's true. Especially hey, after seeing you, Sam yeah. Darnold. What else do you think it could be besides the quarterback? The coaching. The head coach, but... Like I said, the talent's here. The team's doing all right. So he needs to make a call. He needs to switch up the quarterback, bring in Baker Mayfield, and let's see what they have in them. In the Put first in the young game. guys. Huh? The young guys. Like, Browns are really young. They're a really young team. They are a really young team, especially now trading Josh Gordon in a way that veteran presence that they had, even though he wasn't all there Landry. to begin with, with. Jarvis Landry, we saw him a little bit on hard knocks. Take a little bit of a head charge attitude. I thought that was mostly all for the cameras for show, but there's some merit there to what he's saying, and it's been on the field. They, this team looks different. They, they just gotta make kicker. sure it stays different. The Vikings kicker should go to the Browns team. All right, how about Carson Wentz, Q- Eagles QB, and how he was medically cleared and will start Week Three against the Colts. They've had enough of Nick Foles. That's all it is. Easily, he could have rested more if they wanted him to, but they've had enough of foes. They're folding. I don't know about that. I, I want to see if the Bucks are able to keep this up going on throughout the rest of the year. I want to see their legit team. But the Eagles, honestly, they need to start scoring more touchdowns. We mm-hmm. saw that this, this offense could move the ball. Mm-hmm. We wanted to see what they could do, especially against Atlanta. I wanted to see if Nick Foles could pick it up. He can't. Now Carson Wentz is back. What I do expect from the Eagles is to be more explosive, depending on how he is. If they're able to just get him in, nice rhythm, he's all right, rested, this team is going to fly. If not, it's going to take a little bit of time, a little bit of him to get acclimated, see how much he could push his legs, how far he could run out of the pocket. But 
all in all, I expect my boy Zach Ertz to be getting more touchdown catches. That's what I want to see. That's what I'm really from a excited fantasy about. perspective. Especially so from a fantasy perspective. Yes, absolutely. I want to see Zach Ertz get in the end zone. The addition I'm tired of wins. of getting wrecked because vultures keep taking my touchdowns. The the addition of wins affects everybody in the Eagles. I would say the defense are gonna get it more rest. Uh, they're not gonna be stacking the box anymore because Wentz could throw. And the receivers are just going to be getting fed, including Ertz. So I think I think it helps everybody in the Eagles. You got. I just got I just want to see this offense take off. Work. I just want to see this offense take off. This offense is so exciting. I mean, they, so exciting oh, with under Wentz, with Wentz. Because they they won a Super Bowl already. But they didn't. Well, they took off for one game. Yes, gave you the old Philly special. Then we saw it back again in Week One, but. I wanna I wanna see this offense take off with Carson Wentz. I wanna see if Carson Wentz could take him to another Super Bowl. I don't want him to go to another Super Bowl, but I wanna see Carson Wentz be able to take him to another Super Bowl and kind of just leave off where he dropped off last year. Go on from where he left. Yeah, I mean, Foles left the Eagles in decent shape. He left them with a one win, one loss. Um, I think it's a pretty good spot to give Carson Wentz his team back. Um. But to kind of wrap up our talk about football, let's talk about Ryan Fitzpatrick's post-game interview. So if you haven't seen a picture of Ryan Fitzpatrick, okay, just picture Conor McGregor with some type of black and white jacket, okay, chest hair all out, two gold chains. And, <laughs> and that's already pretty Conor McGregor. But with a lot of chest hair, no tattoos, chest hair out, like a Cuban mafia lord, okay? If you haven't seen this picture, just... Just Google Ryan Fitzpatrick, okay? You it'll be the first picture you see of him. I All swagged you. out and everything, courtesy of a one teammate wide receiver, Deshaun Jackson. It's the exact same outfit he had in his Instagram account. He even said it in the video. He borrowed it from him, and then you just see Deshaun Jackson over there in the corner laughing, having a good time after these dubs. The Bucks, the Bucks are glowing. They're looking like a must-watch team right now, honestly. Ryan Fitzpatrick is glowing up. And the Bucks are going along with him. The, this team is 2-0. I, I don't know. I think so far he's doing so much better than Jameis did in I that agree. offense. I, I, so. I don't know if that team needed time to click or if Ryan Fitzpatrick was what made it click. But this team is taking off. Who's to say? Maybe he's hitting his prime right now. Uh, I don't know about that. Let's <laughs> you know, well, that. not get too ahead of ourselves. One step at a time. Yeah, one podcast at a time. Yep. Well, that wraps up our football talk, but we'd like to end things off with something not so football. Let's talk about Drake. Drake. OVO. He's coming to Miami. 666. Concert this Saturday. Migos. Awesome. Lit. You sound excited. Are you going? Yes. Awesome. I am going. Uh, a lot of people are probably going to end up going. I think it's going to be a good time. But uh, why why'd you bring up Drake? Well, I bring up Drake because he's been, I mean, besides putting out, he's been on... Putting out? What is he putting out? <laughs> <laughs> Lots of different things okay, okay. besides albums. <laughs> um, but the reason he's been in headlines recently is because people have been talking about whether or whether or not he's talk, he's been with, uh, he, whether he's been dating a model... Bella Harris, who is 18 years old, Drake being 31 years old. Now, there's no confirmation Yikes. that they're not together. There's no confirmation that they are together. This is all rumors. But they have been seen together in public. Yes. Is that you saying yes? You think they're together? No, no, no. I'm, I'm just, I say, I'm yes. I mean, they have been seen together. Yes. Yeah, Go on. 
Yeah, they've been seen together. And one of the biggest um, events that people that made people think that they were together was yeah. when they went to dinner. However, Harris it, being Harris is a model, and she's the daughter of a music producer named Jimmy Jam, who also oh, Jimmy made Jam. yeah he made a statement and shut down those rumors and says that she wasn't even in town to go to that dinner with Drake. And apparently, the person that Drake was at dinner with was just someone that looked very similar to Bella Harris. <laughs> Well, let me tell you something, okay? Jimmy Jam's hiding something in there, all right? Um, I mean, who's going to want to confirm it? I'm pretty sure Drake gave out some hush money. Like, he doesn't want nobody knowing about this. And, uh, I mean, what's the problem? She's 18. Did she just turn 18? I mean, like, I think it's more weird the fact that Drake is talking to Millie, uh, Bob Brown, what's her name? The one that was in The Stranger Things? Millie Bobby Brown? Yeah, her. I think it's more it's it's weirder that he's talking to her. I mean, he's not talking talking to her. Bella Harris been eighteen for about what five five months? Yeah, she's good. <laughs> I mean, what what do you want me to say? Drake is doing Drake things. Uh, he's, at least she's not underage. There's no pedophilia. I don't think. I'd rather him do Drake things than see him but do. Drake dates everybody. Like he's just not dating you. Like, the person listening to this podcast. <laughs> well, here's my thing. I'm sure y'all remember the whole ordeal he had with Madonna way back in the day. When he was grossed out by her kiss? Yeah. Drake's that, kissed that's, everybody. That's, Even made out with Serena okay, Williams. Okay. Here's my thing. That's someone twice his age, right? That's what? That's someone twice his age. Okay, Mad- yeah, that's what I'm saying. This is not even twice. This is the same thing, age, except he's not. the one on the upper end of the spectrum. He's what, 32? He's, He's 31. 32. Yeah, that's not even that's not even twice. That's not even twice. It's practically twice. That's 10. Okay, if you want to get technical 10, about twi- it, let's that's not even twice. Madonna's what? 60. Holy crap. That's <laughs> that's 30 years older than Drake. This Drake's not 30 years older but than this. But it's not twice. Oh my god, we're one year off, my guy. <laughs> uh, anyways, I don't think it's weird uh Drake it's, I think you know the weird thing about this is Drake usually goes for older women. This is the weird part about it. Drake so, usually dates women that are older than him. So the fact that he's dating someone younger than him is kind of surprising. So is that you saying you think they're not dating? This is me saying that maybe maybe he's just doing her a favor. Like yeah, I'll say I'm dating you, but Drake says Drake dates everybody. I mean, this but is if not, but if he's doing Drake her a favor, every, every single time you see Drake out in the streets, he's holding hands with a different girl. Every single time. I mean, oh, but if, if you're girl. saying that he's he's doing her a favor by saying he's going out with her, what's the point of giving out hush money? Because it's kind of maybe they did do something, but they're not dating. Uh, all right, when so she was maybe they 17. did do something and they're not dating, and that's what the hush money is about. That's probably what they want. They probably did something way before her her eighteenth birthday. Was that want... was that picture way before when they saw them, when they spotted them? Eden, when they were spotted before? together, that was wow, after her eighteenth. Wow, birthday. Wow. No, that was after. But you know, what if they were together beforehand? Maybe they don't want that surface. I don't think Drake is that stupid. Drake has so many girls. Why would he? Why would he? Why would he try to like? damage his career for like where he could wait a year everybody look, man there were so many songs back in the day where rappers just be like hey if, when you turn 18 holla at your boy you know what I'm saying like R. Kelly was not one of those rappers yeah he just went straight to pissing on him before they turned 18 too 